Welcome to Living Wisely, Living Well, timeless wisdom to enrich every day with Asha Nayaswamy, one of the spiritual directors of Ananda Palo Alto and a founding member of Ananda Worldwide. If you enjoy this content and are inspired by the teachings of Paramahansa Yogananda and his disciple Swami Kriyananda, find Asha on YouTube, Facebook, all podcast directories, and her website, ashajoy.org. Living Wisely, Living Well, January 17. Look for qualities to appreciate in others. What you see in them is a reflection of what you are in yourself. The more you appreciate others, the more they will return that feeling, like the strings of a musical instrument, which vibrate in sympathy with kindred notes elsewhere. But if you see qualities in others that you dislike, Your negative reaction will be a sign that you have the same unattractive qualities in yourself. Use your negative opinions of others, in this case, as goads to self-transformation. Swami just states that as an axiom. When you dislike qualities in others, it's a reflection of negative qualities you have in yourself. Just practice that. I mean, pay attention. Why does this quality in this person bother me? And don't just say, well, because it's inherently unattractive, because it isn't nice to be that way. But ask yourself, why are you agitated about that? And especially you'll notice that your friend may not be agitated at all by that, but they'll be agitated by this quality over here. And just watch yourself, Swami says earlier in in this month. Try to live with greater awareness. In all circumstances, don't just take your reactions for granted. And don't just get in your mind that your reactions just have to be a certain way. There's no reason in the world why they have to be a certain way. They just are because you're habituated to it. We are nothing but a pattern of energy, a collection of habits. And there is no, it's very interesting to realize, there is no fixed reality to who you are. Swamiji actually made a very interesting statement once because once you're on the spiritual path and we have this idea of where we're going and what we're trying to achieve, there's a natural inclination to try to measure our progress. I mean, we even use the phrase spiritual progress a lot. But, but, but trying to evaluate yourself, especially spiritually, is extremely difficult. First of all, we're, we're blind to our own realities. It, we're not clear-cut. We really don't know who we are. Plus, we often don't even know which way is forward. And we don't, sometimes we don't even know what we're trying to accomplish because we don't see... Let me phrase it this this way. What we're trying to do on the spiritual path is we're trying to move from the edge of reality, from the edge of ourself, into the center of reality. And so if you're south of the center, you have to go north. And and, And you might have had to go north for so many incarnations that now going north is my habit. Well, you might have crossed right over the center. And that which was a virtue for you has now become a fault. But you're still going north. I had a, have a friend, and she's very austere by nature, and every time there's a problem, she thinks she should be more austere. And honestly, the last thing in the world she needs to be is to be more austere. So it's very hard for us to know. So Swamiji made the comment. He said, if you're going to judge yourself, and then parenthetically he said, which I do not recommend, he said, by the time you can see a quality in yourself, By definition, you've already gone past it because we are not a fixed entity. We are a flow of energy. 
you know, even our very cells, everything is mutating as we, as we move. And because of my experiences today, I'll be somebody else tomorrow. So when I can see who I am today, I'm already, I'm already becoming tomorrow. So the way he put it was, if you, if you need to, to try to figure out who you are, he said, pay attention to what you aspire to become, what you are directing your energy toward. Because where your energy is going is a much truer reflection of who you are than the, than the landmarks that you're already passing. It's literally a river. You know, the river shows up on one side of the bridge, and you think, that's the river. But by the time you can say, that's the river, it's already gone. And you're looking at water still, but you're looking at a completely different part of it. And that, that water is already on its way to the sea. So this idea that we need to act with greater awareness and not just take our reactions for granted and say, that's the way I am. I had a, an interesting and ultimately, I think, very helpful exchange with a woman friend of mine. I was trying to help her. She was in a situation where she was, I feel making very unfortunate decisions for her future happiness. And she was, she was justifying those decisions by saying it was, it was, a, it was a, a, a stubborn clinging to a certain kind of independence rather than allowing other people to help her. And uh, it wasn't going to work out well. And I said to her, she said, well, that's just the way I was raised. I said, you are... 58 years old, both of your parents are dead. I said, when will you become your own person? And she said, oh, like that. It's just the way I was raised? So we want to die as we were born? I mean, what kind of a life is that? Now, if we genuinely feel that values that were given to us are worth preserving, you know, for example, I was raised to be a truth teller. And I think that's a quality worth preserving. But there were other things that were part of my upbringing that I've objectively decided that I don't need to follow because they're not going to help me. Merely because I was raised that way is a statement of fact. It's not a life sentence. And that's what we're trying to work with. So we need to to become more aware of what's actually motivating us. So this is where Swami said... Watch what you criticize in others, because what you criticize in others is always a reflection of qualities you have in yourself that you're not happy with. So, so having been made aware of the quality in oneself, let us begin a concentrated, conscious effort to transcend it. So the positive side of that is what Swami says, is look for qualities to appreciate in other people. You know, everybody is a mix. So why do we think that we're being more honest if we notice what's wrong? We're being just as honest by noticing what's right. In fact, more honest because when we support energetically, and this is what Swami is saying, when we put out a vibration of appreciation toward people, it, it, it helps magnetize their positive qualities. And, and when we consciously appreciate you know, the, the best that's in them, then they gain strength for that. And then it also brings the best out of them. They will reflect back to us the same vibration that we put out. You know, you, I'm sure you've seen it. Somebody comes up to you and they put out a negative vibe. They might not even have to say it. I was, there was a, a little kerfuffle 
in our community a, f- a few years ago. It's not that we never have kerfuffles. This is just a kerfuffle that I remember. There was this woman, and she was... Well, I know I'm going to digress for a second. Swami would say... Swami had a marvelous phrase. When somebody was difficult or had difficult qualities, especially when someone was difficult to get along with, he would say, yes, so-and-so does have an unfortunate manner, is how he put it. An unfortunate manner was a very good way to put it. Unfortunate because it doesn't make them happy and it makes it harder for other people to get along. But it's not even necessarily that their inner nature was bad. It's just they had an unfortunate manner. So there were two people in the community, two women, both of whom had an unfortunate manner. And so there was a kind of kerfuffle going on between them. The details of it I don't remember. But they had an inclination to be upset with each other. So let me think exactly how this went. So one of them, I will call her A, I will call her Apple. So Apple was in the kitchen of our community kitchen. And um, Barry uh, walked in, Boysenberry walked in. So Apple sees Boysenberry. And Boysenberry walks in, she's... And Boysenberry is in the room for just a moment. Then all of a sudden she starts yelling at Apple. Why do you treat me like this? I don't know why you treat me like this. I just come into the kitchen, you know, like this. And then Boysenberry streaks out and is just furious like this. So Apple comes to me. And and somehow or another, I guess I got drawn into it. Probably Boysenberry came and said, I can't stand this anymore. So I talked to Apple. Apple says, I didn't say anything. I was just standing there. I said, what were you thinking? And she said... I was thinking, oh gosh, here comes Boysenberry. I can't stand Boysenberry. I said, well, you think she didn't hear it? You know, she walked into the room. You projected all this negative energy. The fact that you didn't articulate it didn't make any difference at all. It was totally what you were saying to her. And she was right. (laughs) You were just, you know, she had every right to be in the kitchen. And who were you to tell her that she was an awful person and couldn't be there? You know, what we project is just as real, often more real. And oftentimes we we get in arguments and altercations with people and we fight about the words, but we're not fighting about the words, we're talking about the essential energy because we're putting out a bad energy. But the other way is actually so much fun. It's It, it actually gets to be like, it's quite a, a delightful game to find something to appreciate in everyone. I'll give another example. There was another person in our community, this also happened to be a female, I will call her um, Cranberry, since I'm using the fruit motif and going through the alphabet. Cranberry um, was a very forceful person. And, and when would get focused on something, was, was very hard to shift. And just before I could complain about Cranberry said, don't you just, Swamiji said to me, don't you just love her intensity? <laughs> Actually, no, sir, that wasn't what I was about to say. <laughs> But he, was, he, he saw it also as a virtue. And in fact, it was a virtue. It sometimes was not so easy to live with. But nonetheless, her intensity was a tremendous positive quality in her. And Cranberry was able to accomplish a great deal in life because of that intensity. So we can just look at it and we can appreciate it. And it, as I said, it gets to be sort of a fun game. What can I like about this person? And simultaneously... We can also discriminate because Swamiji is not suggesting here that we be Pollyannas. It's not like you can't notice that sometimes Cranberry's intensity 
causes her to be unconscious of other people's needs. That's a fact. But to sort of get agitated about that and and judgmental and project negative thoughts toward her is a sign that I'm not at peace. Because if I'm at peace, I can just observe that Cranberry's intensity sometimes causes her to be unaware of other people's realities. And if I'm projecting toward her a sense of appreciation, I'm going to have a much better chance of being able even to help her, help her to understand. And I'm also going to be in a much better position if, I'm a, if I have habitually appreciated her good qualities when, in fact, she becomes unaware of my reality, I'll be able to say something to her. And it won't be the last in a long line of negative energy that I projected to her. It'll be a genuine statement of fact that um, she'll, she'll very likely want to hear from me. Isn't that the truth of it? I mean, when people are already down on you, are you the least bit interested in listening? In another context, I was talking about someone who was trying to help me by giving me a long list of all the, tra- the, the catastrophic things that were going to happen to me unless I changed my ways. And I had to, just with the little bit of energy I had, could muster in the situation, I said, I know, I know the terrible things are going to happen to me. The reason I'm not doing the right thing is because I'm frightened. I said, comfort me. <laughs> and then I was comforted. My friend had the sense to comfort me reassure me to talk about everything they appreciated in me and all the good qualities that they saw in me and that realized that yes this quality was also there but there were all these other good qualities and it wasn't like in the moment they were trying desperately not to be so negative toward me it was like they had practiced appreciating me and when they fell into that flow then I could relax and when I relaxed I could see my way through to it you see? Much more helpful, much more helpful to others, and, much, and also much more helpful to us. Just exactly the way to become who we are intended by God to be, which is perfect instruments of perfect love. So Swami says, look for qualities to appreciate in others. What you see in them is a reflection of what you are in yourself. The more you appreciate others, the more they will return that feeling like the strings of a musical instrument, which vibrate in sympathy with kindred notes elsewhere. But if you see qualities qualities in others that you dislike, your negative reaction will be a sign that you have the same unattractive qualities in yourself. Use your negative opinions of others, in this case, as goads to self-transformation. Joy to you, my friends. Our work is made possible by inspired listeners. So if you feel to support Asha, you can make a one-time donation or for unique members-only content, subscribe through Patreon. Blessings and thank you.